Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International, Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabal Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday. Actually, every Wednesday is at noon. Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evening at eight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Thank you once again for calling in. And before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Also, I'm having some technical difficulties again this morning. I wasn't able to log on through my computer, so I'm having to use my phone, but I can't hear the message. So if you're able to hear me, okay. Um, I know my sister Tasha is on, so. If you're able to hear me okay, just text me and let me know. Just one touch. That's all we need from Jesus. Just one drop of oil. Amen. Just one touch. From you, just one drop of your precious oil—just oh, oh, oh. one word from you. One moment in your presence. Oh, one moment in your presence. One moment in your presence. Just one touch from you. 
Just one drop of your precious oil. Oh, 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 just one word from you. One moment in your presence. Oh, oh, one moment, one moment in, 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 one moment in. Kia ora, Hosanna. One moment in your presence changes everything. Just one, one touch from you, from you. Just one, one drop of your precious. Your precious soul, just one word, one word from you, one moment in, one moment in your presence, one moment in your presence, Lord. It just takes one moment in your your presence, and it will change everything. One moment in your presence, Jesus. We're gonna wait for your presence, Jesus. Lift your hands and let them know, Father, we're going to wait for you.
Jesus you promised that you'll finish what you started so why I'm gonna wait oh, wait for thank you Lord just listen if you haven't got it by now but just listen to this line one moment in your presence oh Lord one moment in your presence can you lift your hands up all over this room and just begin to thank you for showing up one moment in your presence Lord changes everything Hallelujah. There's one moment in your presence changes everything. One touch from you. One word changes everything. That's the power of his presence. So whatever situation you're in right now, whatever you're facing, I dare you to get into his presence. Dare you to get into his word. Because one word can change your whole situation. Fullness of joy. So if you're feeling down this morning, I dare you to get into his presence. Because once you get into his presence, fullness of joy, your attitude change. Your situation changes because now you're in his presence. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Whatever you need, It's God's pleasure to supply. Whatever you need, it's his pleasure. So just ask him. James said, you have not because you ask not. But if you act, you must act in faith. Mark said, whatsoever you say it, if you believe, you shall have whatsoever you say. Pledge. 
to bless you. Glory to God. One moment. One touch. One word can change everything. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Just want to give a few shout-outs over this weekend. We had graduation talking about change. Glory to God. All of us can remember that particular day. The day that everything changed for us. No more high school. To some, no more college. Day of celebration has changed. Everything has changed. But it's all for the better. Because you can use those particular diplomas or degrees. It was all worth it. Glory to God. Just want to bless them. And pray that God's hand. For he said, I know the plan for you. A plan to prosper. And to give you peace. There's nothing like peace. And there's nothing like being in God's will. Doing what he called you to do. What he chose you to do. Blesses you with. Glory to God. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Job. In particular, our niece, Brianna. Brianna K. Bates. Our brother Robert, Robert Jr., his, he and Samantha's daughter, she graduated last night. And also her cousin, our nephew, Travia, a sister who I mentioned last week. Letitia, her son also graduated. They actually went to the same high school. 
So just want to give him a shout out. Bless y'all. Love. Congratulations. You did. Glory to God. Proud of. So just want to give a shout out to to those particular two. If I'm not remembering any, please forgive me. But love all the graduates. It's a great day. Go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Job. Job, the 14th chapter. As I mentioned earlier, the age of technology. I'm having technical difficulties this morning. Wasn't able to log on to my computer, so I'm actually doing a, the message through my phone. So if you're able to to hear me, just text me and let me know that everything is coming out okay, man. And the 14th verse, Job, the 14th chapter, and the 14th verse. And it reads, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change. The title of the message this morning is The Final Change. The Final Change. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, Father, keeping us in their care, keeping us from all harm and danger, God. Fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. And Father, thank you for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sin, to stand in the gap for us, God to take the sins of the world to the cross. Thank you for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. Hallelujah. Taking the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of all of his power. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power Delegating that power to us. Going to the world and preach the gospel. 
teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And wherever you go, I am with you, even today. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless presence, conquering blood. Hallelujah. Seating him on your right hand. And thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit, our guide, our comfort. Thank you for you, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for creating us, for considering us, for calling us your own. Thank you for your presence. For in your presence, there's the fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Now, Father, as we receive your word, one touch from you, one word from you, God, can change everything. So we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The final change. We've all heard this saying, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. It is certain to happen and cannot be prevented or avoided. Change is inevitable whether expected or unexpected. It is a part of life. Obviously, change can be initiated by by us or an outside force. Let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews the ninth chapter. Hebrews the ninth chapter. Verse 27, Hebrews 9 and 27, and it reads, and as it is unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So it says that to everyone, time appointed, for men to die. 
Remember, men is universal. Men is general. It means male and female. Everyone to die. Let me read that in the message translation. Hebrews 9.27. And it reads, everyone has to die once. Then face the consequences. Christ's death was also a one-time event. But it was a sacrifice that took care of sin forever. And so when he next appears, the outcome for those eager to greet him is precisely salvation. So everyone has to die. The New Living Translation says, and just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes judgment, so also Christ died once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again. Thank you, Jesus. Not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him. So even Jesus, when he came to this earth, had to die. His death was different. His death was for the sin of the world. His death was to give us access to heaven. His death was to give us access to God's forgiveness. His death was to give us access to salvation. That's why his death was different. But even Jesus had to die. So it's it's, it's inevitable. Everyone to die. Change is inevitable. There's no change like death because death changes everything. Change. change is to make different in some particular, to alter. When I, when I think of the word alter, my wife Stephanie, thinking about her when she 
in her element. Sowing, altering, different sizes of clothing. Changing the size. So that's what that's what altering means to change. To change how something looks. But that change is to make it look better. To make it fit. Think about change when it comes to Jesus. His dying on the cross to make things better for those who have received him as their Lord and Savior. Not saying that we're not going to have difficulty. We're not going to have challenges. But as he said, in this world, you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance, that particular tribulation, we still should rejoice. We still should be of good cheer. Our Lord and Savior has overcome the world. So we can go through tribulation with joy. We can go through tribulation with peace. We can go through tribulation with comfort because in him, in Jesus, is our joy. In him is our Peace in him is change is to make radically different, transform, transform. Some of you already know where I'm going with that word. Romans 12, chapter. 
to make radically different, to transform. Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 1, says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. That means we're living to die. We're walking in humility. We're we're surrendering our lives. to God as a living sacrifice. Holy. It's a sacrifice to live holy. Acceptable unto God. It's a sacrifice to live acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. Which is your reasonable service. Our life. is a servant. To those who are you serving? I posted something on Facebook not long ago and it said True leader is a true leader is 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 not fashion. by how many people serve him, but how many people he serves. That's what makes a true leader. Not by how many people serve him or her, but how many people that they are serving. Jesus said it like this. I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. So who are you serving? That's what makes a true leader.
is our reasonable service. And then verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world. Don't the world. impact you. Don't let the world affect you. But be ye transformed. There's that word. Be ye transformed radically different. Be changed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. See, that that, that good means that you're, you're, you're living, you don't do the things you used to do. You don't say the things you used to say. You don't go to the places that you used to go to. You live in that, that good life now, that, that holy life. You're living that life that's acceptable unto God. That's pleasing unto him. And you in. That's your reasonable service. Doing what he's called you to do. Our life is a service. Who are you serving? And our lives to make a difference. Our lives to cause others to want to be changed to want to be different. To want to be transformed. Change means to give a different position, course or direction to. That's what change is, causing us as we mentioned last week, when you train up a child in the way that he should go. When he's older he won't change point still. to their destiny 
it, it, it changes their outcome. And it points them to the direction that they're so in Job. Job 14, 14. Let me read that in. I'm going to read it in the message. Job 14 and 14. In the message translation. And it reads, If we humans die, will we live again? That's my question. All through these difficult days, I keep hoping, waiting for the final change. That's where the title came from. It says, I keep hoping waiting for the final change for resurrection. That's what the final change is. Resurrection. And in the New Living Translation it reads, can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle. And I would eagerly await the release of death. He said, he said, if the dead can live again, give me hope through all my years of struggle in this world. He shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. That, that's what Jesus was telling us, said, you can live again. Said, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle, eagerly await the release of death, the release of death. Let's go to First Corinthians. First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. First Corinthians, fifteenth chapter. Start at verse fifty. He said, the release, 1 Corinthians 15, 15, 15 chapter, verse 50, it reads, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. 
we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. He said, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. That's talking about the final change that in the moment, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. Death is swallowed up and victory. So, so change means to be altered. Listen to this this, this alteration. It says corruption shall have put on incorruption. And this mortal shall have on immortality. We're going to have new body. Glory to God. We're going to have a new wardrobe, our new body. They're going to be altered, tailor-made just for us. Then he, he, he said, Job said, the release of death. That, that's what that's what I'm looking forward to. Verse 55 says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has given us the victory. And because we have the victory has been released. Glory to God. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord, your, your reasonable service, for as much as ye know that your labor, that that reasonable service is not in vain in the Lord. So we're looking forward to the final change. And, and, and that, that final change is resurrection. Glory to God. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death has been released. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for that final change. Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. Throw it at verse one. Verse 11. Verse 11. And it reads, And that ye study to be quiet, and to do your own business. Study to be quiet, to do your own business, and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. So, so, so everyone has their own assignment. Everyone has their own skill that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. That's that peace. And that's that prosperity. I would not have you to be ignorant, brother, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. So we should not be going around feeling sorrow because we have hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus would God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord, shall not prevent which are asleep. It's inevitable. Change is inevitable. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, 
with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, when we just read, dead in Christ shall rise first. Glory to God. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. That's the final change. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another. I, I hope this word is bringing you some comfort. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Oh, death, where is your thing? Death has been swallowed up. In victory, the victory that we have in Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for the final change. The day of resurrection, when we all meet together, hallelujah, in the cloud, with the Lord in the air. Shall we ever be with the Lord? The final change. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to be the change that we need. Form us to, to radically change us. To, to alter our position, to, to alter our course, to, to alter our direction, hallelujah, to, to change us into of your dear son. For all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new because those who are in Christ Jesus are new creatures. Hallelujah. Thank you for changing us, Father. And we look forward with hope with comfort, with joy to the final change when we're resurrected, caught up, met with the Lord in the air. And we will forever be with the Lord. Changed forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
Amen. The final change. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward, hallelujah, with hope, with joy, with comfort, with excitement. Final change. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.